We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience Divisional Round, NFL Spreads, Picks, Preview, Free Money Teasers. Maybe we'll see if Tim has the guts to give away a teaser because he don't want to hurt his he doesn't want to hurt his record now currently at one and eighteen for the year. Doesn't you know, doesn't want to sacrifice it getting any worse. But we'll see. Maybe he does. Maybe there's just a maybe he looked at the games and said, How can I lose? We'll find out. If you want to get into a draw for 20 DK dollars, smash the like for the episode. Leave your DraftKings handle in the comment section and tell me what your favorite spread and or total is for the divisional round. That easy. And if you want to get into a draw for 100 DraftKings dollars, subscribe to the Pat Mayo Experience audio podcast. Leave a five-star review. DraftKings handle and something you enjoy about this show. And you'll be in that draw. Winners announced on Monday's show, like they will every week, which now features Jeff Feinberg, who's in the studio. What's up? Hello, hello. Gave away the winners this week. Um, Lots of winners, because I had to like catch up from previous weeks, because I was gone. All of them. Hand them out. And they've already been credited, too. Sometimes it takes like eight months. Took like eight seconds this week. All right, let's so, go. It's always nice. So, a few things to run into here. I did the giveaways. Uh, people should watch the golf show that you and I do. I like great it times week. on the golf show. Even if you hate golf, uh, I would recommend getting into at least the shows. They're a great way to kill your Monday afternoons, especially when you're driving home from work. Always looking for some new content. We're in Hawaii again this week on the PGA Tour, and it's a great way to cap off. Uh, it's a good Sunday, the Sunday night. You know, whatever's happening. It's a great sort of, con- especially us in the Northeast getting here with the cold weather. Love it, but uh, that's for a different show. Well, yeah, you, you finish off Seattle and Green Bay. Maybe you win some money and then just, like, make yourself a I'm eyeball. I'm going to win money on, over on to the that ga- game. So am I. Flick over to the Golf Channel and just to watch the end of the Sony Open. Maybe if you go watch the golf show from this week, maybe we'll have a guy or we lost in a playoff last week. We got guys at longer odds this week. But if uh, people want to get into golf, highly recommend FantasyNational.com. If you go to FantasyNational.com slash PME get yourself 20% off. There it's it great, is. It's a great way if you want to get into golf. It has everything you need up there. So go check that out. What else do we have? FSTA nominations. Seven nominations for your boy, Pat Mayo. Myself and Brad Evans. The most. Brad's going to be on the show tomorrow. So. Yeah. You're off to Hobnob. It is. Red, well, walk the red carpet. Yeah, we'll, we'll see about that. I hope I don't get so drunk I don't forget to show up to the thing or I'm like riding a heater at the blackjack table be like, ah. I can go. People will tell me if I won or not, or presumably lost, like I do in these awards every single year. But I'm like, you know, I'm up a whole bunch playing blackjack. I'm not going to leave the table, Jeff. You crazy person. Listen, we're, we're, this show is nominated. The, well, I was going to get to that in a second. So this show, <laughs> this specific show, is nominated somehow for sports gambling podcast of the year and sports gambling video of the year. 
because this show, it's not just me and you. Uh, the coin is nominated for an FSTA or F, sorry, FSGA award. They changed what the name is now gaming association. Uh, Paul Shaughnessy, he's nominated from behind the camera and somehow this is why we're probably not going to win. Also nominated Tim Undergust. Tim Undergust. That's not my name. And I've already started well. I gave out a golf winner week one, which uh, no one else on this show did. So I'm in pretty good shape. No, uh, let, let, let's, let's, let's go through this because people were asking us about this. Uh, you gave out a golf winner. Um, so had the one and done started yet? No, it hasn't started yet. Uh, so did, did, did you make did you make any money off your pick? I am not going to let you. Steal so money. no one in, gives in a. In any way. No one gives a. I, I would be prepared to maybe even like give him a semblance of credit, Pat. Except for the fact, I think we both pretty much to a man said like without odds because he didn't put money on it either. Yeah. If I'm picking a winner, gun to my head, it's Justin Thomas. Oh, yeah. But there's a tote board and guys have different numbers, and we and took plus, Patrick Reed. Yeah, and like, if you go to if, if, so if, you go, if you go to Golf Digest. And go see who I picked to win the tournament. It was Justin Thomas. Did I bet him? No. So I don't get any credit for it. Like, and I showed great discipline to watch the last couple of holes of that thing and not tweet a word when he hit it out of bounds. Discipline. Yeah, well, I, we could have used you to tweet fucking something, so we could have watched. I was watching. Of course, I was watching. I wanted to get on. A, yeah, I'm the big game hunter. I cashed in one and done last year. I had a great year in golf. I expect to have an even he did bigger beat us, but he won't. Yeah, but yeah, but he refused to. Yeah, enter. He didn't want to play he, for cash. He didn't want to play for cash against us. And I think he had a winner or a second place like right away. And we're like, Tim, we'll still play for cash if you want to play for cash because it's a, it's a marathon. And he still no, had zero interest. Play. I didn't think it was fair. What? That, what's fair? That, 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 that sounds like a big time excuse. So are you playing? Are we playing this year? And Matsuyama yeah. is going to win this week and I'm going to get off the deck. People are so triggered. We're talking about golf and not football. Well, you know what? The good there, there's a percentage of people that are also really happy. Honestly, too. I don't care. They download it. I don't care if they delete this for all I care. <laughs> Spoken they download it. That's what we care about. Uh, PME Awards. The voting has closed. Jeff Feinberg, congratulations. Thank you. You won guest of the year on the Pat Mayo experience, nudging out Cust, who voted for you in an attempt to curse you. <laughs> I don't believe no, him. I, I don't believe him. Screen grab me. Screen grab me your picture of I your... Because it, it, you have a check mark beside you who you voted for. Show me I that you voted for me. Ballots for you and for Cam. Those are the only two votes I made. You're lying. Cam? I wish you the very best. Cam came out. I mean, poor Paul got stuck in a category with you guys. Paul, do you think you would have fared better if you were in one of the other categories and not up against Seeley, Tim, and Jeff? Yeah, if I was on something other than with the rest of your most popular guests on the program, I imagine I would have got more than 5% of the vote. Thanks to the, yeah, like, like I got ratioed. I was basically <laughs> answering me was getting, was like Tim running a poll. Well, that that's the percentage Tim lost by. So a if losing all the Tim poll, poll people had just voted for Tim, Tim would have won. I believe like from the world cup, they talk about the group of death where like there's three top tier teams and then one team that just got in and it's like, Oh dear, great. I've made the world cup. Oh no. I have to play these teams. You also the yeah, post like show. There's Luxembourg a lot of balance, at like the Euro the, or something. Yeah, yeah, Iceland. Like a <laughs> lot of the your guests have support, except Paul. Yeah, well, he's going <laughs> well, up against I, you I, guys. I, I, well, it's I'm just joking. like Cam ran away with his category. Poor Gary and Meanie and Cody still, got buried by Cam. Yeah, Cam was Cam on two was shows. I I don't. I still don't believe. I, he's lying that he voted for me. I, and he you lies can, about everything. And you could take a. You could see who you voted for. There's a check mark beside your your losing vote. All right. Let's recap uh, last hold week. On. The show you nominated for the FSTAs for this show. Yeah. Um, if I didn't realize at the time because it's all like a blur and a bubble, and I don't want to relive that week. But it was the show where Darnold saw ghosts and Melvin Gordon fumbled on the goal yes. line. And I could see why that has garnered some traction. I credit, I credit me to putting in the sad yes. music under you people talking. Of course. Which I should, just, I should just score the entire show with the sad music. To be because, yeah, I, I'm sad and pathetic most of the time, but that was like an extra layer or five of, of sadness. Now, I, it was that loss that led to the Titans getting to the playoffs. Send me a fucking the ring. The Steelers that got the Titans to the playoffs. So our two teams conspired to get rid of the Patriots. 
The Titans would have been dead. They would have been two and five. Exactly. So the Chargers losing saved us. The big thing, too, is I ended up uh, making the final ballot for the fan vote. So thank you, everyone out there who took the 30 seconds to go vote Mayo when I asked people to go vote Mayo. I won the fan vote last year for video. Maybe I can win it this year. Maybe I am just good at galvanizing the viewers and listeners of this show. True fans. Feel yeah, like, I, I feel like it. I'm up against like ESPN and CBS and the people who win every single year who have gigantic followings. But who the fuck's going to vote for them? But they have so many people, right? Like Matthew Barry has like a million and a half people yeah. on Twitter. I don't. So what does he need another award for? You need the award. Yeah, I need the awards. I want the awards. Although, if I was switched spots with Matthew Barry, I would still want the awards. I don't like to lose things. They're like award for like biggest clown in the community. Would that mean Darren Rovell wins? Well, is he even allowed in? (laughs) Well, it's Fantasy Sports and Gaming Association. Yeah, okay, yeah. Then, yeah, give him an award. (laughs) Lifetime achievement. (laughs) Clownness. (laughs) Recapping last week, we we were all one in three. I do feel good about, we sniffed out, we all still took the Bills, but we sniffed out the Bills line and didn't bet it. Once it dropped to two and a half, we were like, uh, not, or unless you bet it. No, but I want to say that uh, that spread was wrong and it knew it was wrong. And we took it anyway. Took it but anyway. But we also the right side. That's what's so frustrating. Like the Bills were the right side. The Texans should never have won or covered that game. Tim, Tim wants credit not only for picks he didn't actually win anything on. No, he, no. Now, he now wants credit for picks he didn't even get right. No, like, I don't regret that. If they played it all over again with the same line, I'd take Buffalo all over again. Like, I think that game was pegged incorrectly with the Texans laying two and a half points. Like, anyway, it's annoying. If the referees just called the safety in the end zone like they should have, we would have got the, the cover. But it is what it is. How about you tackled Deshaun Watson? Hold on. Are yeah. you talking about when the ref, the guy tossed the ball to the yeah, ref? That's an illegal forward pass. No, no. The guy gave him. The guy gave himself up. Gave himself up. By the rules. I looked in the rule book. That's an illegal forward pass. It should have been called a safety and a kickoff to the Bills. That's, that's, I am so glad that I am not a Bills fan because I would be livid on this show. Well, let's bring in let's bring in the resident Bills fan here, Paul. Um, you know the play in question, I'm guessing. You, I know you were getting home from traveling that day, but do you, do you know what Tim's talking about? Yeah, I was watching that. That was uh, what DeAndre Carter or something. Yeah. So, like, do you feel like that cost you the game, or did he give himself up? I was like, hopefully this holds up because yeah. I feel like it's pretty clear that he's like, "Hey, ref, catch the ball," <laughs> and the ref's like, eh, "I'm not touching the ball." Like, no, he- I, I think it was completely reasonable. I would have. Trust me, I would have taken the points, but uh, yeah, I don't think there was any foul play there. So you can see what kind of fan Tim is, is that stuff that's clearly one way. And like everyone, no one really thought it was going to be a safety or a touchdown. They thought it was going to be overturned because he clearly gave himself up. Tim won. No, 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 no. That's not how it works. Because that's the kind of, that's the kind of football fan he is. That's what he wants to see. There wasn't a fellow Texan like within 25 yards of him. So he's giving himself up. Had another player been, like, in the end zone with him? That still wouldn't have made any sense. But here, pass. Still, so then the ref. up by taking a knee in football. You give yourself up by sliding. You don't give yourself up by I don't by know. Football. With these new rules of, of, like, safety first kickoffs, I don't know. It seems like guys give themselves up everywhere with the kickoffs now. You just let the ball touch the turf uh, on the kickoff. It's, it's uh, blown dead. He chose to catch it and then throw it forwards. I'm sorry. Maybe dumb, but the letter of the law says it should be a safety. Ergo, it should have been a safety. You know why people don't like you? Stuff like this. I'm a stickler for the rules. I'm like Kramer. I'm a stickler for the rules. You're the, uh, I don't know. Just the worst. We're definitely not going to weekend Because the referees had a lot of bad calls in a lot of these games. It screwed. I mean, the, the, like the uh, Saints game, that was unquestionably pass interference. Paul? May I add, like, Tim was off of us literally for the last, what, seven, eight weeks of the season. Mm-hmm. And then he jumped back on. And, and like, what a devastating loss. And I blame the Endercurse. Well, if you're gonna go, if you're gonna go out and you're the Bills, go out in Bills fashion, which that was. That's I, what it was. I really just wish the lateral play worked with Josh Allen. <laughs> why? why Could you imagine Deshaun not enjoying Josh Allen? Like he was everything in that game. He made two or three passes that were like, who else can? It looked like Aaron Rodgers making passes on like three of the throws, and then it was basically, I don't know. Achilles Smith on the rest of the time. Like, it was just insane. 
and like people are going to think and remember obviously the Watson play because it was so important but just as important was the third and 18 they allowed two plays previous that uh, people are not talking about like yes agreed yeah no the whole thing was a disaster everything that happened in that game was like a mind fuck like the Bills being in field goal range like taking these sacks like right out of field goal range snap to spike the ball not bringing the quarterback out to take a, a, a snap to spike it, but having the punter take a snap to spike it. I actually didn't hate that as much as everyone else did. Paul? On the third and 18, too, I, I imagine it was just the TV clock was off, but like that was like two seconds after the play clock had played out. I imagine the one in, stu- in the actual stadium was different, but if you watch the tape on that, yeah. like they did not get it off before whatever the TV timer is. I know that the TV timer is probably wrong, and that's why it wasn't called anything, but it was that was extra tilting for sure. You are being uh, very gracious, Paul. Very there, gracious. Far more than I would. Well, yeah, because you're he's not a sad person like you. I'm a sad person. That happened to me. I'd be sad. Yeah, uh, there was like a moment after that game where it's like, wow, I'll take five and 11 or like then feeling what like my I friend said the Paul exact same thing. If I, right if I now. had to end that way, I'd rather not make the playoffs because I could not relive that over and over and over and over and over. I've had enough. Break. I know what it's like to relive horrible, embarrassing losses. I'd... We were up 17 to six on the Colts in the championship game and gave it away. Yeah, you're I think a B team. Every day. every day I think about it for a little bit. But Again, this is why you're a sad person. But you were also like, what, like a two-touchdown underdog in that game? Yeah, like 12 or 13 points. But never so, we got up. 17 I'm not, I understand you got up. I remember there was like maybe an early Braylon Edwards touchdown. In what? My point, when you're against you, that team that's that huge favorite, you know, at some It was point, like the Saints this weekend. Yeah. Everyone just kind of bigger. expected the Saints were going to come back. If you had pulled any Vikings fan when they were up by 10, it was just like, oh, no, we're definitely losing this game. Will Hill says their biggest win in North America, bigger than any Super Bowl or anything. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, we kind of talked about how that game was going to play out. You and you, Both of you ended up taking the Vikings. I ended up just saying, I thought the Saints would no, get their shit together. I was the only one. On oh, the you were the only one? I was the only one. I thought they were going to, like, the first half went kind of how I thought it would, and then I thought the Saints were going to adjust and come out and wax them. Never got their shit together. It was shocking to me. No, I mean, and, it, and it ruined this weekend in the NFC. The it Saints did. had a much better season than I thought they were going to, but I don't know. They got the. They, how question. they? I have a question for you guys. Taysom Hill, good thing or bad thing to have on your team? Now everyone's going to say it's a good thing because he was so good in that game. But do you think he throws Breeze out of his like flow? By just bringing him in, like doing weird gadget plays all the time? Maybe to a 26-year-old quarterback you would, but not to a 41-year-old established star like Breeze. I, I think Breeze yeah. is more than able to handle that. I mean, and just looking at that game, like because we're not talking about the Saints anymore this year, like I have been saying all year, the Saints are a profoundly flawed team. I just didn't think those tragic flaws were going to appear this week. I figured it would be next week. So, I mean, I, I didn't pick up. I picked the Saints, and I am surprised the Saints lost. But I'm not surprised the Saints crashed out before the Super Bowl because they were a profoundly flawed team. I would say I don't buy it for a second because 98% of the time, Taysom Hill's play is like a plus EV. Like over any I'm not play. saying it's bad and for it's the not team. Like I'm Breeze. saying is it bad for Breeze, though? No, because no. it's not like he's coming in and it's like now a second and 14. He comes in from a first and 10, and it's like a second and three. Sure, but now he's back on the sidelines. He's an old man. you got to keep him in his rhythm. Uh, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Just, he's getting gas running to the sidelines the entire time. He's old. He can't take his plays. He's too old. I'm not, I'm not buying it. I think it's awesome. I wish, I wish I had wrinkles like that. Yeah, I wish we had Taysom Hill, too. Wish I had a wrinkle. People who know. You know Eckler's a free agent? I didn't know that. What? Yeah, Austin Eckler. It's like hyper-restricted. He is, but you're going to have to pay him. (laughs) No, that's fine. Pay him a hundred times more than he made. Made nothing. We'll pay him. We're going to let the clown go. Darren Rovell? I wish. Do you think they should have a podcast? Rovell and Melvin Gordon? Would you listen? No, I, I can't stand no, nothing. It's like you um, Jeff screaming in the background. No, I would love Taysom Hill. And people who know, who know, know, know. Um, we actually might have one, but we would never let him touch the field. His name's Easton Stick. Continue your show. Like, is he named after the product? Yeah, like, is he like a wooden <laughs> hockey stick? No, he's a North Dakota quarterback that does a lot of that shit. Like Carson Wentz? Anthony Lynn isn't Sean Payton. No. 
But now, but now everyone's on like piling on Sean Payton, bad coach. Like that was the whole narrative after the he game. Blew it at the end of the game. I, I agree. Their Every, offensive line was horrible. Here's the they thing: they got blown off the ball. Here's the thing he about kept the time coaches. Money never used. Yeah, that was just shocking. Yeah, I, it I, was shocking. I, I still don't quite understand it, but here we are. But yeah. go ahead. They fucking hurried a crucial like third down instead of letting it go to the warning before the half. And that set up that Viking touchdown drive right before the half. It's like they're trying to be the smartest guys in the fucking room. Wearing yeah. glasses like that. Like that was, that was embarrassing. And I'm very pro Sean Payton and argue sometimes he doesn't get enough credit for a lot of things, but. They almost played like they didn't think they deserved to be in the wild card round. But. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like they hurried that yeah, and then no, breathed through. It was the interception. They returned it to midfield and they used two minutes, scored a touchdown with like 30 seconds left. And then Lutz missed the kick. Lutz. No, they had the nice return. That's how the Saints maybe got back into field goal range. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I don't know. 11. Who was their best player other than Taysom Hill on Sunday? Um, I'm convinced Philly would have won if Wentz didn't get hurt. Me too. Not that McCown played too. like poorly, but. But I'm just saying that as a guy that like was on here, said Philly, liked Philly. Uh, their but D played great. I, yeah. Um, Did yeah. their D play great or does Travis Homer and Marshawn suck? They had those two guys against the Niners and came within an inch of beating them two weeks ago. So I think they're fine. Like if the Niners win this week, or sorry, if the Seahawks win this week, they'll, they can absolutely go to the Super But Bowl. that, that being like, said, those were just a bad matchup. I think the Seahawks are not like crushing them crushing Josh McCowan and like leaving the door open good for us has set up a yeah. situation um, this week in a game with two teams that I fucking hated all year and now have to pick. And one of them is going to the NFC championship game and I'll pick one and I'll flag that in the ground big time. So last thing, Tim. Okay. Your Ander curse of the Patriots after 15 years, finally picking <laughs> the Patriots to win the Super Bowl. You got them out of the playoffs. You got what you wanted. You need credit for anything? Give credit to the curse. You finally did it. Congratulations. No, I take no response. Listen, this is a coffee break. They'll be back next year, 13 and 3 again. Don't you think they won't either? <laughs> 13 and 3. Uh, any of them to the Jets? Well, I guess they'll probably lose one to the Dolphins because they always lose one to the Dolphins. And then, yeah, maybe we'll win the other two. Did the Patriots three losses? One to the Dolphins, two to the Jets. Yeah. Paul? Can we get uh, AFC East ranks for next, or maybe not now? Yeah, I just right want to know off where top, Tim thinks 2020. Who's going to top of your head? Give us some records for the AFC East. Uh, Jets and Bills. Say, Patriots 13. I don't believe they're going to go 13. And three. So, okay. You don't believe they're going to go 13 and three, even no, though you just think, said they're going to go 13 and three. I know, but like there's so many wins in that division. My goodness. I guess I have to put all the playoff teams there. Uh, I guess I would go 11 and f five Jets, 11 and five Bills. 10 and 6 Patriots. That's what I would do right now. And what's Miami got? 5 and 11, 4 and 12. What sort of odds would you give me that Miami's better than the Jets next year? I, I'd have to think about it. I don't well, know. Just, just, just tell me right now. You said one will go 11 and 5, the other will go 5 and 11. So I, you, I you have know. a six win disparity. Give me some odds. Well, give me some time to think about it. 5 to 1. No, that, that's too high. It's How is NFL. that too high? You, you think they're the going to win six more Crazy games? things happen. You're such a coward. No. Like, again, another reason why people don't like you. People like me. No. No. Because you're a coward. That's why people don't like you. Stop being a coward, Tim. Did you download the new NBC Sports app, the Peacock? I, I, I did not. You should. Are you too afraid to do it? No, I've had phone issues. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. First game, Minnesota at San Francisco. The Niners opened at six and a half. It's now minus seven. For San Francisco, 45 is the game total. Now it was 44 and a half. I bet the Niners minus six and a half on Sunday night after the game. I think we forget. Like, and I've been not like down on the Niners, but I've kind of chewed aside how good they are. But I don't think that San Francisco's defense is going to forget to show up in this game. And if that's the case, Jimmy G can pick apart. The, the weirdest part of the Saints game is Minnesota has no pass defense. Yeah, and they couldn't do it. Yeah, it was just bizarre. And the Niners' offensive line is going to be healthy for the first time in quite a while. Um, 
I know that the defensive line is going to get through and pressure Kirk Cousins. And the reason that Kirk Cousins was able to win is because the game was indoors. Now he's taking on a winning team outdoors on grass where Minnesota is what, like 0-20 in their past 20 games? Give me the Niners. How in God's name were the Saints bigger favorites against the Vikings last week than the Niners are this week? The, the Saints they, line, sorry, zero Tim, but, but the, zero the Saints line, I mean, that, that almost told the whole story because we sat here like last week being like, if you like the Vikings, just wait because that's going to go up. And that was one of those lines where it seemed, stood with how much money it by account that was on New Orleans. The public would have been would have swallowed a nine, a nine and a half. They would have. They would have. They would have. And the book's like, no, we're going to leave it coming and coming and coming. And and yeah, I, I'm I, I, maybe I'll be the lone wolf again here. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings, the Minnesota Vikings, the Minnesota Vikings, I think, go to Miami. You think they're going to the Super Bowl? I think they're going to the Super Bowl. Okay. I mean, that's a that's a take, and I appreciate takes. So. You, and, you and the coin are on the same page with the Vikings. The coin the, the was Minnesota two and Vikings. two last week. Beat the three of us. I got a 35 to one future on what? the Vikings. I, I, I'm in. I there was I was so stupid. Uh during the Eagles and Seahawks game, there was a Seahawks 31 35 to one future out there for the Seahawks. See, Super I like Bowl. that more because I prefer the I, Seahawks more. They have an easier path. Yes, I, I like their game better this week. I feel like and, but they're, I believe, and they're better. I think the Vikings can pull this off. Where are I the, think the here's Vikings the question. Where are the off. Vikings better than the 49ers? What position? Maybe running back, but then Rock Me Amadeus Mozart is almost as good. Maybe as, healthy receiving core? No. No. Oh, health, mean, like a healthy Vikings receivers. Thielen and Diggs, sure. But if we throw Kittle into the mix for the oh, Niners, yeah, they got shit. Kittle, Sanders, shit, and Devo. I, I, would say, I, I would say Garoppolo and Cousins are very even. Yeah. This I mean, is, hey, this is right. also the first ever playoff game for Jimmy G. Yeah, yeah but su- it was also su- Super Bowl, for- Super Bowl winner. Yeah, Tannehill was fucking terrible. That- but he won. We're sure, sure. But he, yeah, I don't think we're going to be like, you know who was great? Ryan Tate in his yeah, 70s. He, he had 77 the, yards passing. He went up against the number one defense by DVOA. That's not happening. I, th- I thought the Niners were the number one defense. Fisker, though, no. that crew, that third down to Fisker. hardly knew her. Tannehill to Ferkser ended the run. Although Brady I, I will be think, back. Yeah, I think people underappreciate just how good the Niners are. I think the Niners should be laying 10, so we're getting value on the Niners. We're going to take them. We're going to tease them down to zero. So you do have a teaser this week. Yeah, I have a five What's team, this? Uh, point teaser. You have a seven-point teaser? Yeah. I just thought the number was low. Like, it really it's feels low. like it should be higher. Should like, be. It's a, that's an awful lot of credit. I mean, it's a it, great, listen, it's it's a still, great win for the Vikings. It's still early in the week, and people are remembering that win, and maybe by the weekend people will just be ready to hammer San Fran. This is why I what grabbed is, the six and a half, because I knew it was going to go the other way. What is the, the this biggest, report on, like, t- someone's been tracking his wild card record? Yeah, Tim, in the past three years, his wild card round record, both straight up and against the spread, is 1 11. Yeah. So thank goodness the wild card round is done, eh? I feel like I do better in the divisional round. I don't know why I say that, but I feel like I have a better crack. Well, because you're, I think the numbers prove you can't be worse than wild card picks. That's perfectly fair. But I mean, the real big loser of the week was me because I can't make fun of Kirk Cousins for never winning a big game in his career now because he does have one. Tim thinks so. he invented that shtick. Well, like, Tim you, is, you, like, you, laying you, it to rest. Like, he's the only guy on the internet using this Kirk Cullen's big game, Kirk Cousins primetime, Kirk Cousins shit. Do you think? It's his invention. Do you think Tim's hatred for the Vikings was the reason that it was able to put them over his hatred for the Saints? Because he hates the Vikings. Well, he all, he hates the Vikings. And we said early on in the year when he put his stamp, when he put his foot in the ground for the Packers. And we went over on the Vikings. And we were like, "It's this is all setting up for you, Minnesota. Yeah, because he loved the Bears and the Packers. And the Vikings were terrible. They were going to win like two games or something. Yeah, well, last time I looked at Packers here at home this week and the Vikings are not. Vikings out. fans, it's a very, like, funny thing to observe. There is battle they're as sad sack as some of us well that's well, because they know the other shoe is going to drop yeah and they, they're waiting for it it's dropped on them i mean for all the flack that that my team takes and yeah they're right there they're right there they've had it as hard as anybody in the biggest spots minus their miracle like imagine um, if they have to go into lambo next week for the championship game how terrified they would be 
I don't think they'd be terrified at all. I think I, I, I think would bet of, them, and they'll win. I guess I, going to Seattle would be the preferred thing, but like I can guarantee you that they'd much rather be in Green Bay this week than at the Niners. Of course, I agree. And they would have been rather at Green Bay yeah, than it'd be a third time funny, in the, divi- the division Saints. game. <laughs> Green, Lambeau's not going to phase a division team. Yeah, it's good news. Sure. The Packers have beat them twice. They're not the Lions. San Francisco for Tim and I, Minnesota. For you and the coin, Jeffrey. Minnesota and big things. You bet beyond. the money line then? I got the I got a Super Bowl future. I don't I know they don't really correlate to winning a second round playoff game, but I'm not I'll take my seven and hope I get more come the weekend. I would imagine you would. If not, then I'm we gonna thought last week worried. though. Yeah. We th- if you don't, then be worried. Be worried. Yeah. Tennessee at Baltimore. <laughs> the Saturday night game. Ravens by nine at home, forty seven is the over under. This is the toughest one for me to figure out this week because I like to say I like it's like the playoff games. I like to set the lines before they come out to see where I'm at. I had Niners by nine and a half as my spread, and I saw it was six and a half. I was like, well, I'll take the six and a half. I had Baltimore by 12 and a half. Let's go. I think Baltimore yeah. destroys Tennessee in this game. For, I don't think there's enough. This might sound weird. I don't think Baltimore is getting enough respect for how good they That's are. That's the whole thing. And that's weird to me. Is it because Tennessee just beat the Patriots? I don't really know because it almost felt like picking the Patriots was like the hot take pick on the weekend. But it wasn't. The money was on the Patriots. The money was on the Patriots. And as um, your old buddy from uh, from DraftKings, Justin, joked that I don't think a a player posting like a pregame video has ever moved a line before (laughs) when he when Brady showed up dressed as Vincent Adultman yeah but with that like uh I don't know that jungle like African safari lion video he posts is like he's not losing to Ryan Tannehill at home coin likes Tennessee and the case for Tennessee is pretty easy they can just do the same thing they did last week do what they do and Tannehill do a little more than 77 yards but I think we underrate how good the Ravens' defense has been Secondary. in the second half of the season. Yeah. And do we forget that they post a ton of points every single week? Like, let's not forget this exact same Tennessee team. Like, was it? I guess it was with Mariota. So I guess that's not really the same thing. Remember when they got beat by the Bills? Like, the Bills and Titans aren't that different. But that was the Mariota B- Titans, so it's kind of unfair. Like, because even someone was giving me, you know, who did the, who, give me the Bills quality wins this year. Like, they kind of overachieved a bit, and then I said the Titans. But I was like, yeah, but that was Mariota Titans. You can't really count that one. So let um, me give – so I'm with you guys. Let me give the Devils our uh, advocate case, which is that this year recently we have seen the teams the Ravens have struggled with, the 49ers and the Bills, who have kept them within a score and therefore covering this number, are a bludgeon you, uh, play physical, not great quarterback play, but just like sound defense – know what they are, and then just limit the possessions that you can have. I mean, the Niners lost at the gun against the Ravens, the, and the uh, the Bills had the ball with a chance to tie the game against the Ravens. And if we're trying to cover nine, then you can say, listen, the Titans are that type of team that you can certainly envision uh, uh, them setting up a game script to go their way. They're not going to make big mistakes. They know who they are, and they can just slug out a 16-10 loss to the Ravens. So if you wanted to take the Titans, that would be your case. And I, I think it's a reasonable one. I, I think, I think that's, I think that's well said, but I think that the other side of that is the Niners and bills have really good defenses and the Titans don't. I could say what Tim said in three words, four words, eight minute drive punt. They went on an eight minute drive and still punted. I mean, debating the call, sure, whatever, we can have that. But how do you possess the ball that long and you're not either, like, in the red zone yet? Do you know who that sounds like? The Los Angeles Chargers. We're in problem. (laughs) Yeah, that was uncalled for. But that's exactly, I feel like that's happened like three times this year to the Chargers. I wish we had the ball for eight minutes. 17 play drive. Phillip threw a pick in the end zone. No, like they punt from like the 36 or something. We didn't punt enough this year. You did or didn't? Didn't. Turned it over. Didn't even have chances to fucking punt or kick field goals and miss them. (laughs) Um, I don't know. I I think Harbaugh is the greatest. I'm drinking that Kool-Aid. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid of this team. I'm, I don't want – I want 
the AFC championship game that we yeah. deserve. And I'm going to maybe do my best to will it with picks. And if they cover, they cover. If they don't, they don't. But Baltimore, I, I, I would have put it over 10 for sure. So my big thing for this is when we talk about Tennessee, and we've been on Tennessee at some like opportune times this year. Finesse Is that teams. they dominate finesse teams. The Ravens aren't a finesse no. team. They're, they're no, they're a They're a banger team. Banger. But they have the ability, like, when we see the A.J. Brown big play from the Titans, it's set up by Derrick Henry just banging, banging, banging. Like, you have to commit to stopping that. But with the Ravens, is anybody on the field at any time? Because yeah. Lamar's this just going to be doing crazy Lamar things. This game could turn out like that Rams game and be 45 to 6, and we go, wow. What would John... What would John Harbaugh have done on that third and like four and a foot run at the end of my eight minute drive? He'd run on third because he's going to go for it on four. I mean, listen, they punted and they got the ball back. So that's the whole thing, though. Like the overlooked part in a lot of like what why the Ravens have been successful this year is that it seems like when teams get to like fourth and two or fourth and one. The coach is on the sidelines thinking about what they should do. Like, should we go for it? Should we punt? How far is it? When the Ravens get there and it's third and three, they're like, we're going forward either way. So we got our two plays ready so we can do whatever on third down. We can bomb it. We can just try to run up the middle. We can put Lamar on the outside because we're going forward again. And it really throws the other defenses off, but it helps your game call too. Love it. Baltimore. Uh, Baltimore. Who will be a more popular side this week? Ravens minus nine or Niners minus seven? I think it'd be the, I think it's going to be the Niners. No, disagree. The Ravens. People I, love the Ravens. They do love the Ravens, but people have more faith in Tennessee right now than I think they do publicly than the Vikings. People don't just love Kirk Cousins all of a sudden. Yeah, people love the Titans because they beat the Patriots. I don't know. We'll see. I would suspect the Ravens are going to be the heavy side of the handle. Well, let's get to Sunday then because we have Kansas City. Minus nine and a half at home against Houston. 51 is the over-under. You know, all four unders hit last week. Yeah, I suppose they would have. Mm. Should have been on that. This is the game I'm most scared about because I love Kansas City, but I can see Houston winning. So, because I've lost the Patriots for my Super Bowl team, now the Chiefs. Are my oh, why? No, I have a Chiefs future. Fuck off. Well, I'm on. You can't, you, can't, you can't be making fucking new picks every single round. My team is out for the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you you're fucking worst that's why everyone hates you i love the chiefs in this game uh i don't believe in the texans i don't think the texans outside of deshaun i mean they have watson and they have hopkins and they beat them earlier in the year but that that i i don't think that augurs that means that's going to happen again the chiefs seem to have hit their stride they're playing great football uh i i mean we all want that mahomes uh Jackson championship game. I think we're going to get it, and then we're going to see Mahomes win it. I, I I love the situation that they're in. I think the Texans got very fortunate to eke into these playoffs. They played terribly. They're by far the worst coached team. Mistakes will be happening. I have no faith in anything that the te- uh, Texans are doing. They're by far, I think, the worst of the eight teams in the playoffs I'm, uh, left. So I'm I'm taking the Chiefs pretty comfortably. We don't do super locks in this round, but if we did, this would be it. And I'm taking the Chiefs and I'm teasing them down. Chiefs for me, too. Oh, boy. I think Chiefs win big. The Chiefs are incredibly undercursed at the moment. They don't count seventh Super Bowl pick. Hmm? Yeah. You don't get seven. At some point, they stop getting cursed. He said he wouldn't stay. He would stop updating his picks every single round. He has a new pick every single time. Just throwing the throwing the curse at everyone. But they throwing keep getting it at everyone. They keep yeah, of course they keep getting eliminated. <sighs> Fuck. I'm, I'm not I, changing I, my pick in the other conference. If that's I, conference. I, I should probably bet Texans money line here. I think Kansas City is a far superior team. The team that the Texans beat earlier this year was with everyone injured, including Mahomes. Mahomes exactly. was banged up in that game. He played, but he was not close to 100%. They should be healthy. However, the Texans' bad coaching could help them against the Chiefs. And here's why. They'll just, like, randomly run the ball for no reason, just because that's what Bill O'Brien does. When They should definitely be in pass mode, but the Chiefs can't stop the run. That's going to work to their advantage a little bit here. And they have Watson. Like, And now they're incredibly under-cursed. I, every favorite is not going to roll this weekend. At least I don't think so, because that never happens. 
So someone's going to come out and shit the bed. I think this game's a lot closer. Um, and Fuller will probably be back. That's a huge boost to the Texans. I'll take the nine and a half. Because the Texans go like bad game, bad game, exceptionally good game. And they just snuck by with a bad game that they won. So I'll take Houston plus nine and a half. Play against the curse. That's a move, right, Jeff? I like Kansas City. Okay. Last game. Seattle and Green Bay. Here's my worry. Green Bay is favored by four points. 46 is the over-under. When we were just casually talking about this, I don't know who you're going to pick yet. My favorite bet of the week is Seattle plus four. I'm sure it's Seattle plus four for you. Is everyone on Seattle or people on the Packers? I've bet. I've bet it. I've bet Seattle. Real money's already in four. I don't think it gets bigger. I think it's going to come down. Well, it went down to three and a half briefly and then moved back up to four. Yeah, the sharp money's going to be on Green Bay, no doubt. Between these two teams, I believe the number is 23 one-score games between them this year. These teams just play close games. So why wouldn't you take the points? Because the, nine, because the Packers are just a better football team. They're a better quarterback team. Are they, they, a, are they a better quarterback no. team? No. I not. believe so. No, I don't I think do. so. No. I don't think it's like a significant advantage, but I do think Wilson's better than Rodgers. Yeah. At, this, at this point. For, for this, if this was yeah. 10 years ago, I would take Aaron Rodgers. It's not. He's... Not been that good this year. Wilson's weapons, at least not the running back, but uh, the passing game weapons. Passing game, way better. Yeah. And everyone talks about this Green Bay defense that isn't very good. It's like average. Mike Pettin. I, I like Seattle. I like Seattle outright. I like Seattle to win this game. Uh, I thought both these teams have holes where we should not be here. Or Sorry. Neither of these teams, in my opinion, would I've thought would survive what's happened to them to be in the NFC Championship, but one of them certainly will be. Uh, so I'll have to eat crow regardless of it. I'll try to win money while eating that crow and let Seattle uh, rise up. I'm not betting on Green Bay. And I actually really like Seattle here. I, I like Taking Seattle back four well. points is even e- sweeter. Good to know that. All of Tim's previous Super Bowl picks have been nominated, have been eliminated. So Green Bay is the only one left standing, which is like ninth Super Bowl pick. Don't forget, he started the year with the Bears and versus Chargers. Wouldn't it be perfect symmetry for NFL 100 that the Super Bowl be Chiefs Packers, the first ever Super Bowl? Like that would not just be like the story. That would be cool, but who cares? I think that's where we're going. So you think it's rigged? No, I just think it would be serendipitous. And I just feel like now that's what's going to happen. I hope we get some sort of situation like that time that these teams played. I think it was either Sunday night or Thursday night when Golden Tate caught the bomb in the end zone and the one ref said it was not a catch, but the other Monday ref... Monday or Sunday, for sure. It was a Monday night, yeah. It was oh. a Monday night. Back with the replacement refs. That was a great game. That was a fun one. Yeah, a lot of great, content out of that. That great playoff game that the, the Packers gagged it, right? The NFC Championship game where the Seahawks had to recover the onside kick. Mm. Or years Kendricks. ago when... It was against Green Bay in Lambeau that Matt Hasselbeck claimed he wanted the ball and was going to score. Did these teams play earlier this year? I do not believe so, no. I wonder what the Rodgers versus Wilson head-to-head is. It just, in my mind, it feels like Wilson wins them all. Wilson's going to be amazing again, and I'm going to say this. The... uh... This Tua kid has every, like, he resembles what Russell Wilson is. And even Except though he's, he's injured, he's, he's like going to go. He's going to go, like, th- <laughs> top three overall. And I'm not saying I want my team to take him because there's a lot of question marks. Yeah, but... the, the very clear choice for Tua is the Dolphins. So they can just bring Fitzpatrick back for a year, sit him out, let him get healthy, yeah, and I mean, learn, real and learn under was... the man from home. I, but I don't even think he gets to five. I would Washington think the Raiders... Today. I think the Jaguars, I think Carolina, I think the, there's a handful of teams that are in play to to really shake it up. And while he's a risk and there are red flags, he has that, like, what Russell Wilson does, he does. And that's worth any investment, I feel. So why shouldn't Washington use the second pick and take him? Is it because they're scarred from RG3 that they can't take him? Maybe Otherwise, they... No, I, I mean, they, I mean, I think there's a part of that. I think there, and there's also a part they just drafted a quarterback in the first round last year, who's probably not good, but... Sometimes okay, you but get Arizona did the same thing. Sure, and that was that blew people's minds. Okay, but now that it's been done, it can be done again. It, it, listen, if Ron Rivera says, I want this, it would probably happen. Yeah. He probably wants Chase Young, knowing Ron Rivera. but he Haskins probably be worth more than start. Rosen, right? I don't know, man. Is Haskins any good? I have, no, I have no clue. They got no <laughs> weapons. 
They have, they have Score and McLaurin. He has high T. And that they have two guys named Sims. The Lions pick third or fourth could take him, even though no, he they thinks they've got that. the... They've got a star QB. They are not going to pick him. Tim, did you know Tim called him a star QB and the next week he broke his back? I think that he's going to still be MVP next year. I'm sticking with that. You also said that Jameis is going to be MVP he next year. He could be. And you remember, remember I said that. Jameis could be. Listen, Jameis has MVP ceiling. He doesn't, he does. though, because he's going to... He hit basically what his offensive ceiling is going to be for numbers wise this year and he threw 35 i mean picks. he's good his good side is ceiling he's is not throwing em- five thousand yards and 30 plus touchdowns if he also doesn't throw pick sixes back the other way to put himself into a gigantic hole fair <laughs> it doesn't work like that yeah, yeah it's true i would do worry that we get where it's one two three weeks here so two games a bye week and then the super bowl that all of a sudden vintage Rogers just shows up. We haven't seen him all year. Possible. But if that happens, then it's then it's we a bit trickier. Him. We saw him in the second half of that Lions game where he single-handedly willed them to the bye. Like uh, when the chips are down, he, uh, there's no QB I'd count out uh, less than him. Yeah, that's a three-win Lions team. Okay, but a team that they be- beat very close twice, and it's a divisional game. Like divisional games are just harder. They just are. I mean, I think playing good teams is harder than playing one of the worst five no, teams but in like football. To say there were three and they, yes, they went three, twelve, and one. But at the other end, they're a divisional team who will play you tougher than your run-of-the-mill three and twelve team. And when the chips were down, you know, the Patriots allowed themselves to get beaten and lose a bye, and Rodgers willed himself to it. What, what are we doing the Patriots game? Well, we haven't done that yet. What's that? What are we doing the Patriots game? We haven't done it yet. <laughs> Do you think division games were hard for the Patriots this year when they played the Jets? He's, tough he's, games he's as busy i was cracking himself up do you remember those games were those close games tim i don't remember uh, just one, one of the nasty patriots fans tweeted at me saturday night yeah well how did the jets do this year and i was like probably have fewer losses in 2020 than your team does oh you, you thought you thought that was real clever didn't you it was so clever that he deleted his tweet that's how much of a slam dunk <laughs> i put on did you call him a laugh riot no he did wasn't you, a laugh riot. Did you make fun of the number of followers that he had? I haven't done that in years. and I that, don't oh, Really? You haven't done it in years? It's been at least two years. I don't do it anymore. <laughs> I've stopped. I made a promise a long time ago on this show. I wasn't doing that anymore because that was beneath me. And uh, I don't do it anymore. Well, we, you only thought it was beneath you because we started making fun of you for saying it. So I stopped doing it. <laughs> Let's see here. And believe me, there's lots of times I've wanted to or have other sort of witty one-line quotes. It's difficult when you've got all these things at the ready and you choose not to use them to be graceful. It has been a while since you've done it. Yeah, like I just don't do it anymore. Remember that time that we ran a giveaway for people to unfollow you? A dead giveaway. We should probably do that again. You're making fun of Garyon for not having any followers. I stopped doing that too. I got tired of it. <laughs> now that you're running away with it. <laughs> no, he got to like 5,000. And I tweeted, Oh, Gary, it's really impressive that you managed to get this high. I'm really impressed. <laughs> I was like, you know what? That's not gallant. I'll stop. I said, the last one I can find for the moment is when you told someone named Kellen McBride, your 17 followers must think you're a laugh riot. <laughs> and that was less than two years ago in fairness it was quite a while ago though wasn't it it was a while ago yeah i, I don't do it anymore <laughs> this is he, terrible he also project. he also called uh naggles baggles who i think is well known in the scene i can see why you're up to 197 followers <laughs> you're a laugh riot <laughs> he's a nice guy from like the gups corner scene like you were just trying to put him in a coffin I'm Dude. sure some. Yeah, listen, I'm a counter puncher. Someone must have taken a shot at me first. How's the uh, now that we're through the holiday season? Are you back on keto? Oh yes, 100. percent How's it going? It's going well. It's you know it's tough, but it's going perfectly well. When I saw Tim over the holidays, Jeff, he turned sideways. I couldn't even see him. <laughs> Good for Tim. He couldn't go onto the deck to have a cigarette because he was going to fall through the cracks. Good for guys, Tim. Guys melting pounds away. You look good, Tim. I appreciate that. That is uh, very kind of you to say. Just stick at it. I have been. No, no, I've been loyal to it. You see, I think it works out really well. For what, what does he miss the most? Not like I didn't get, eat anything. Here's good my. To begin I'll, with. I'll let Tim weigh in it's, on it, but it's bad, my, my idea of it would be: this is perfect for Tim. 
Because just think about what Tim eats on a regular basis, like these horrible microwave foods. That if you just put him in a rhythm where, like, Tim, here are the five things all week you can eat. It's really easy for him to stick to that, I think. Yeah, I see what you mean. Because he's not it very is. diversified to begin with. Yeah, like yeah. he had the five things he ate anyway, which were just horrible. And we switched those out with things that are good for him. And now it's working. The thing I miss the most is Michelina's macaroni and cheese. Oh, oh my God. Uh, you should have no problem holding on then. You got to make, no. your, make yourself a cheesy cauliflower casserole, my friend. I have been eating a lot of cauliflowered rice, a lot of Caesar salad, a lot There's- of... Chicken wings, steak, eggs. I made a French omelet for myself yesterday. It was quite good. Well, la-di-da. Yeah, it sounds, sounds pretty fancy. You're coming a long way from your over-hard eggs. Oh, I make I made eggs over-hard a couple of days ago. Those, that's the best way to fry an egg. That's not up for debate. You don't want messy, goopy yolk all over your plate. I like runny yolk. Yeah. yeah. Gross. I know, I know how to if keep you're gonna it have some, on my fork or spoon or and not get it on myself. Dip, dip that yeah. toast into the yolk. Woo! I'm not having toast. Is there like a bread alternative you can have? I don't know, but I don't even want to substitute it. I'm fine. You're fine with it? I don't, honestly, I don't miss bread. But what Subway? If you, but what if you had purchased it yes. at a diner 12 hours earlier and you still had it in the fridge and you could reheat that shit in the microwave. Don't you then love it? But what do you do with all those Subway gift cards? I, I gave away gift cards, but like I do miss Subway. But as I was saying a couple weeks ago, I, I can't be that guy who goes into Subway and orders a sub without the, the bread, so I, I have had to avoid it. Basically, ordering the sub without the bread at Subway is just a salad. Yeah, well, that's it. So I can't do that. I can't be that guy because I can't get my spicy Italian salad. Why not? I'm not going to do that. I'll just, uh, I'll just eat a hamburger at home. Why? Spicy Italian salad sounds fine. If you like the sandwich, why not? No, it's just it, it, deli meats don't really go with like salad. No, they don't. They don't. But that wouldn't stop you from doing anything else. No, no. I've, I have accepted that this is going to work and that it has been working, and we're just going to stick with it because, you like you said, there's like twelve things I know I can eat. As long as I know that's what I can eat, I can eat those. Because I am not the type of person who gets bored whatsoever by monotony or routine. I, I thrive on routine and consistency. I think that's the that is the that's the key to like dieting when I go on a diet or try to specifically do something, is that I could eat the same meal three times a day and not be bothered by it. No, not at all. Just make a whole bunch of it, put it in the fridge, and I can just heat it up afterwards. Yeah, I'm not one of these people who's like, oh, I get bored. My palate needs to be entertained with a million. No, please. Although this, um, this this is hurting your case as a super taster. I am a super taster, but I am foregoing that super tasting. Plus, I've you know I've been, been experimenting with uh, with spices and stuff, like pepper or salt. Yeah, can you can you tell us your experimentation in the world of garnish? I have been using uh, parsley leaves. And I have been using cumin and I have been using raw or not raw, sorry, powdered ginger uh, and stuff, which is quite tasty. And I have been, I bought this stir fry oil that has garlic into it. Very good. And so chili flakes, these are the sorts of things. I'm just throwing them all together. Parsley? Yeah. Oh yeah. Like chopped parsley flakes. Oh, fantastic. Dill, dill weed. Phenomenal. Mint? Uh, mint is really more of, unless I, I guess if I was having lamb, but otherwise mint is more of a dessert spice. <laughs> you know, it's like gum and ice cream and, you know, stuff like that. So I assume these are things that you had never considered putting on anything before, right? It was mostly just salt before. Yeah. So, and, and some pepper. Well, now you've expanded the garnishing, to like 10 new things that you all really, really seem to like. Shouldn't this open your mind up that maybe stuff that you've just never tried or done is something that you might want to get into? No, but the spices are good. Like, it's not that I've never had these spices before. I just didn't have them very often. Now I'm sort of compelled to have to, you know, you can only eat eggs so often before you got to do something to your eggs. You got to put some raw cinnamon in them or something to give them some flavor. All right. Uh, anything else, Jeff, before we get out of here? I like it. I got a, I got a fun factoid for the folks out there. Do they want my teaser? What? Do they want my teaser recapped? Oh, yeah. Give us a teaser recap. I was going to say, we're, we'll be back tomorrow, the three of us, talking about, talking about the coaches, 
And maybe we'll even get a Cuss Corner topic because I have something I want to talk to Tim about. But yes, recap your free money teaser. Just to recap the teaser record, 1-18 for the season, 6-66 and all time. Yeah, but don't worry about it, folks. This is where we, we, get, we get off the mat. We're going to tease down San Francisco to a pick We're going to tease down Baltimore to two points. We're going to tease down uh, Kansas City to two and a half points. We're going to tease through zero to take the Packers to th- plus three. And we are going to tease down the LSU Tigers to a pick So if the first four games of Tim's free money teaser hit, just know, bet against LSU. You'll be betting Clemson? Clemson Moneyline, yes. If the first four games of Tim's teaser win. Okay. Do you really think he's going to go 2-18? and 18? Or does 1-19 and 19 sound like more of a Tim thing? He almost someone almost won the anti-cust parlay last week, and if <laughs> Wentz doesn't get if Wentz doesn't us. get get hurt, he probably ends up winning. Yeah, if they just kick some field goals, maybe too. That's a tough spot to kick. A I field know, goal. I know, I know. That was a joke. I don't mean that. I don't think any of the going for them was a wrong call at any point. You just tell Miles Sanders to catch it. Yeah. Oh, he yeah, he'd have gone to like the three yard line on that, or just one, had I the think. first down at least. Yeah. All right, that will do it on the Pat Mayo experience. I want to thank Paul from behind the camera. I want to thank Jeff for sitting across to me and the coin, the leader of the spread pick and pool for the playoffs, not one in 11 in his past wildcard games. Tim and August. Tim and August. That's not my name. That's a pathetic record. <laughs> <laughs> and this is why this show is going to win best sports betting podcast yeah because the bets are bad six and 66 gets touted (laughs) as an six and 66 that sort of win percentage should be good compared to this year people uh people come for the comedy oh i don't know about that there it's like those shows that like when they have what is it like the ted bundy tapes on netflix like Oh, you're like on that wavelength. I don't know if you are a serial killer, but you're on that wavelength of like peculiar person. People just need to hear what you have to say. But if you're a serial killer, you have to tell me right now. (laughs) (laughs) He's got that look in his eye. He's got the laugh. All right, that'll do it on the Pat Mayo Experience. If you want to get into a draw for 20 DK bucks, smash the like, leave your DraftKings handle in the comment section, and tell me your favorite spread or total for the week. You want to get into a draw for 100 DraftKings dollars, subscribe, rate, and review the Pat Mayo Experience audio podcast. Five stars DraftKings handle, something you like about this show. Told you about Fantasy National and fantasynational.com slash the PME, not the PME, slash PME. Get you 20% off your membership. Recommend that you do it. Check out all the golf shows. And hey, Jeff and I will be releasing even more golf shows. And we'll be back tomorrow with these two. We'll be back next week with the division picks and everything. Thanks again for voting for me and the Pat Mayo Experience and all of us for the awards. Hopefully we can bring home some hardware for you. I'll see you next time. We're live. I'm just well, kidding. No, we're not. I I know how to be discreet. I said I only make an ass out of myself when the cameras are on. Yeah, yeah. Not you or the. Uh, I said that to Pat yesterday before the golf show. Made my jokes there. Mike, what paper? Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I prefer a Diet Coke, but I take what I'm offered. And it's... But you prefer a Diet Pepsi. Uh, yeah, that's actually true. No, it's not. I'm, you know, well, uh, Coke Zero is oh, growing uh, on me. Paul, I used to hate that. Can you actually that. do me a favor so I don't have to get up? You grab me the coin from behind the uh, video game. <sighs> is he hot? Was the coin hot fire this week? The coin won last week. Nice. Good for the coin. It's been yeah. A season for the coin. I, have, I think it's gonna be a good playoff. It's been a rough December on for me. I just end the season. Fuck. It's been a long December. Oh, that's a bad song. Bad song. Bad song. Bad song. Year. Bad band. I fucking hate the Counting Crows. We'll you want to talk about I like? Do, you know? You want to talk about I like sot pussy rock? I don't. They got an album where I. Uh, like, I can't even hear Mr. Jones anymore. There's, it, it's almost like Hotel California by the Eagles. Like you just hear it so much, it's like fuck this song. I don't know that one oh, album's got like about that. five or six bangers.
none of them are bangers. I can assure you that. In their time. In their like, time. like, you need to go to sleep? Put this on. In their time. Definitely had that in my CD booklet. I still do. How about this? The Black Crows are far Love superior the Black to the Crows. Counting Crows. My, my favorite song of all time is, is but Black Crows. And they're not really, I'm not really a music guy. Neither am I. All I, you I was the Dave Matthews Band. We know. No, that was, oh my God, I hate them so much. But that was, <laughs> I had my moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it in college? <laughs> Did you have the picture? No, kind of like before college. We've we've done that before. We've done that rap. Punch my. I want to congratulate you on your victory in the poll too, Jeff. Oh, thanks. We'll, we'll talk about that. <laughs> All right, we're good. Experience.